Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. A Saturday night get-together here on CBS Sports Radio. Jody Mack coming your way live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios when you need cash out of your home. And a simple way to get it, Rocket can. All right, we're rocketing out to Brownsland. Well, and they're rocketing it out to Kansas City if they're not already there. Probably the best game of week number one in the NFL, at least the highest-ranked teams uh, facing off, that would be the Browns going to KC to take on the Chiefs. Here to give us a Browns perspective from the Orange and Brown Report, Fred Greetham. Fred, Jody Mack here. How you doing? Hey, thanks for having me on. Doing great. Ready to get the season going. Yeah, we all are, and uh, the Browns are as well, because this is probably the most well-thought Browns team maybe since they returned to Cleveland now, you tell me has uh, expectations preseason expectations been as high since the Browns were reinstated after that Modell guy took them to Baltimore yeah Jody it is I mean this team you know I've covered this team for over 30 years and this is the best roster I've ever covered I mean Andrew Barry has really at least on paper done a phenomenal job um, he, he attacked the offense last year, and um, the offense was really, really good under Kevin Stefanski in the first year. And um, they attacked the defense in a similar way this year and completely overhauled it. You know, their, their starting lineup will, will have seven or eight of the 11 will be new starters. And a lot of key free agents and draft picks with John Johnson, who's the signal caller, the Rams' top defense coming over, and Jadavian Clowney and Malik Jackson. And then you use your top two picks on Greg Newsom and Jeremiah Wusso Karamoa. There's, there's a lot of expectations that this defense gave up more points than the Browns' offense scored last year. And they're not asking them to be the. 1985 Chicago Bears, they just need this defense to, you know, play better and not give up 27 a game, maybe get it down below 20s, and they'll win a lot of games with this offense. So their expectations are very high. They're very healthy going into the season. Um, They really only have one player that was, or two players, one got sick at the end of the week, but both of them were backups. So, you know, it's, it's all hands on deck and see what happens. Uh, you know, good test uh, about the season, see where they are. 
you gave us a pretty good rundown of that new and improved, or so the Browns hope, defense that they made a lot of changes on. Uh, the offense comes back in pretty much intact, if not in addition to, because they do get back OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr., who uh, they made the trade for a couple of years ago and were hoping he was the offensive piece that put them over the top. Really hasn't been the case either when he's on the field or when he's been off the field because of injury, but we know how talented he is. How has his relationship, his working relationship on the field with uh, Baker Mayfield looked so far this preseason? Well, they, they've really kept him in bubble wrap. I've seen him in practice, and they didn't run him with the first team in 11-on-11, in 11 and he didn't play in the preseason. But he was making all the cuts and moves in practice, and I would be very shocked if he doesn't play tomorrow. There are some late reports that they're going to be very careful with him. But I think that I think last year, you know, they really took off the offense in the second half of the season after his injury. A lot of people say that's because, you know, Mayfield wasn't locking in on him, and, and that could be true. But I think it was more the growth in the offense of Baker Mayfield. He had not been in the same system, you know, since he's been in Cleveland. And he really picked up steam, started to look for his second, third, fourth reads in the second half of the season. And I think Beckham, on that side of it's a silver lining because he saw the Browns really ascending without him. And he said since he's been here, he just wants to be on a winner and go to the playoffs. And so he's going to have his opportunity. And I think that, you know, he knows he can take the top off and add that element to the offense. So, I mean, so far, so good. They're all saying the right things. They've spent, they spent a lot of time together. Odell Beckham and Mayfield on their three-day weekend last week, along with a couple other teammates, went to Yellowstone just to get away and bond. And, and so they're doing and saying all the right things. We'll see how it translates on the field, maybe even as early as tomorrow. Well, they've got depth at the wide receiver position, so he's not up to speed. Week one, first month of the season, I don't think it'll be a big problem because it wasn't last year when he was out of the lineup, and it shouldn't be a problem this year because they don't have to rely on the passing great game. When you've got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, you've got maybe the best one-two punch in football. Certainly Kevin Stefanski's offense kicked in big time last year. Much well, the same this year? Yeah, well, I'll say that Donovan Peoples-Jones, keep an eye on him. He has really emerged second year from Michigan, a low-round, six-round pick. But the Browns really think they have a find in him. He has been outstanding in training camp and preseason. And don't be surprised if he's not the third receiver. And he would start in place if Beckham isn't ready to go tomorrow. He has really played well, and they're expecting big things from him. As you said earlier, they have all 11 starters from offense back, counting Beckham, and the top backups at each position. So the offense is in great shape as they enter the season. Kevin Stefanski jumped in last year and got the bugaboo of the short-term Cleveland coach, the conversation about it put to the side uh, because the Browns have gone through a litany of head coaches over the last 10, 15 years. Stefanski looks like he's a keeper and he's going to be there for quite some time. How much control does he have over this team right now? How much has he taken charge after the finally made the playoffs and won when they got their Brown season last year? Yeah, he's really, 
you know, he navigated a very difficult time last year. He didn't even meet a lot of his players in person till August when training camp started last year because he was hired and then the pandemic and the shutdowns and so forth. And I just think he did a masterful job and he's commanded the respect of the players and he just keeps an even keel and the players seem to have taken on his personality. He never gets too high or too low. And, and uh, you know, he's really done a magnificent job in a short period of time. And I think just the stability, because like I said, they, they haven't really had the same coach, the same system on offense, same offensive coordinator two years in a row for Mayfield. And I think that you could see in the training camp and preseason that it really, you know, is, is paying off that they're much more familiar with what they're doing. So I give Kevin Stavansky a lot of credit. He works, very closely and hand in hand with Andrew Berry, and they just seem to make a great team. and And uh, they've just been so far been able to turn the ship around that nobody's been able to do in twenty years. All right, now uh, the Browns did lose their opener last year. Got beat up by the Ravens week one, but then ripped off four consecutive games, and it kept a uh, pretty defeatist streak intact the browns are 120 and one in their last 22 openers since they were reinstated uh, is that just coincidental is anybody mentioning that or is this uh, nothing matters except this game in front of us with kansas city well yeah you're absolutely right you know they, they point to you know this isn't the same team and, and i'd agree with that these these guys are much more talented than what they've had in the past but you know, they go out to Kansas City, arguably the best team in the AFC, if not in the NFL. If you're a little bit under the radar, a lot of people are expecting big things out of the Browns, and I think if they were to go out and win an arrowhead, it's just going to put a big bullseye on them. I would not be surprised if they play a good game but lose. Um, and like you said, they they responded after that, their schedule – well, they have a chance to rip off some games. I think, I think they realize that it's all about the AFC North and winning that division. Of course, you want to, you know, have as good a record as you can. But I think if you, if you can win the division when you play six of those games within the division, and until you are able to knock off the Ravens, you know, that's the sure shot way to get to the playoffs. So I think that's what they have their sights set on. Sure, they'd like to open up with a win. But I don't think that they feel that, you know, that's the end of the season. They got 16 more games to play. I think the AFC North is really what they're concentrating on, taking care of business, trying to win the division, and see what happens in the playoffs. Understood. And as you correctly point out, those uh, 21 previous opening games that they haven't had much success in. Don't have all that much last year for sure, but other than that, not a lot to do with this current team. But on the flip side, the Kansas City Chiefs with uh, Andy Reid at the helm have ripped off 14 straight September wins. They're 14-0 and over the last couple wow. of years in September. That's pretty damn impressive. And that Mahomes guy hasn't lost a September game just yet either. Uh, so, yes, the uh, under Andy Reid, the Kansas City Chiefs have been very good at the start of the season and uh, come ready to play. Uh, I'm sure the Browns know those numbers, and you gave us a pretty good breakdown about this game not going to dictate the entire season. But everybody wants to get off on the right foot, 
they played last year. Last game the Cleveland Browns played, as a matter of fact, played uh, in the playoffs last year against uh, Kansas City, and if not for a gutsy fourth-down conversion by backup quarterback Chad Henney, the Browns actually could have been the team that was advancing. How much does last year's matchup in the playoffs between these two teams factor into uh, the opener tomorrow? Well, I think they all talk about it, you know, leaving a bad taste in their mouth. But like I said, this is a – if there's a silver lining in that is that it really showed them on, on defense the type of team speed they needed. They went out and added it, you know, in the offseason. And so this defense is a completely different defense than what was on the field against the Chiefs. And, um, you know, Anthony Walker, Greg Newsom, J.O.K., uh, John Johnson, Jadavian Clowney. I mean, they got some players that they feel can, you know, can really compete at a high level. So I think that they're using that. Nick Chubb said that, you know, it motivated him all offseason. I think that it motivated a lot of the players. And I think they're anxious to get out there and, and stack up and see how, you know, where they're at now. You mentioned how the Browns addressed what they thought were issues after that loss last year to Kansas City. Well, Kansas City went out and addressed issues after they lost in the Super Bowl to Tampa Bay and completely turned over their offensive line. We know that it's new. The the Chiefs certainly believe it's improved. Uh, The uh, Browns have tremendous guys up front who have had serious success at being able to get to the quarterback. How key is that in tomorrow's game? I think it is key. I mean, Jadavion Clowney, Tuckless McKinley are two guys they brought in at edge rusher to hopefully be that complement to Miles Garrett on the other side. And um, and so if they can get a pressure from the front four, I think it will be huge. They did lose Sheldon Richardson. They let him go in free agency. He's the most notable um, defender that is not with the team this year. But they think that you know, that they have some of the guys with Malik Jackson. Like I said, Clowney can move inside. But with Tuckers, McKinley, Clowney, and Miles Garrett, they feel they can really put pressure on the outside. And then they picked up Malik McDowell, who is kind of a long shot, who has been extremely impressive. Come out, hasn't played football in five years and was manhandling in the preseason games. We'll see what happens, you know, and they the team. Not too many, you know, expected that. So, you know, we'll see. They're going to put a rotation together and see what kind of pressure. But they're hoping the front four can can maybe do some veteran moves against some of those rookies that are on the offensive line for the Chiefs and maybe, you know, keep the, keep the heat on Patrick Mahomes, not only this week, but the games they play the rest of the year. Fred, last thing. Uh, Baker Mayfield certainly has done nice improvement in his career. Seems like he's got a little bit better every single year. Took a big step up by making the playoffs and winning that playoff game against Pittsburgh last year. Is he the man in that locker room? Does he have what it takes to be the leader and be the controlling factor uh, of this team from a player standpoint? I think he does. I mean, he is he is in command of the offense out there, and like I said earlier, I think the biggest thing for him, he had a new he had a, that in his first two years he had three head coaches and basically two or three different systems. Last year was the first year, you know, in the Stefanski system, and and really 
this is the first time he's had the same coach, same offensive system, same play caller. And so he's much more comfortable. And I think that's what a lot is attributed. They've schemed the offense around what he does best. And it's shown. I mean, he's not the perfect quarterback, but he's added elements. He, he used his legs. He'll never be confused with Lamar Jackson, but he ran the ball in the second half of the season 41 times. And he only took off 13 times in the first half. But he picked up in that playoff game or the game to get to the playoffs over the Steelers. He picked up three first downs with his legs, including a 28-yard run. So he's picking and choosing. And I think that's a sign that he's comfortable in the offense. And he, when he sees the lane, he goes, you know, goes, gets a first down with his feet. He wasn't doing that earlier, you know, with the Browns in his career. So they're looking for him. He's, he's betting on himself to have a big jump this year. The second half last year, he had 11 touchdowns and one interception, um, as opposed to in the first eight games, he had 15 touchdowns and seven interceptions. So, they're counting, he's counting to pick up where he left off and and just, you know, continue on that ascension. If he does, they're going to be in good shape. In a season with high expectation, the Browns are going to be tested all 17 weeks. Might as well get the biggest test of them all out of the way right off the bat against the Chiefs. Fred, great stuff. Appreciate you coming on board. Enjoy the game. Have a great season. All right, Jody. Thank you. My pleasure. That is Fred Greetham from the Orange and Brown Report. Been covering the uh, Browns for a long time in Cleveland. That is a good game tomorrow. A uh, must-see in the later window on Sunday between the Browns and the Chiefs. All right, Jody Mack coming back. Browns fan, you heard from your guy to give you a perspective. Chief fans, you want to get on, I'll take any of your NFL calls. Hit me up. You got the telephone number, 855-212-4227. A Saturday night get-together here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 